Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. It's Friday, February the 18th. You're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter Podcast presented by North Gore Grains. I'm your host this week, Jeffrey Guy. There's no big kahuna with me, no Dolores. They left me all alone. So anyhow, let's get right into the markets. Uh, another volatile week this week. That's the name of the game the last few weeks is volatility. All starts with the political situation in Russia. Uh, you know, Russia this week said they're uh, sending troops home. The U.S. says Russia is increasing the number of troops they have there. So one day the market seems concerned that there might be an invasion. The next day they don't seem to be concerned and prices go up or down. So if there was an invasion, wheat would be the one market that would probably be mostly affected. Russia is the number one wheat exporter in the world. Ukraine's number four or five, I think, depending on the year. So wheat has the the most to win or lose with a potential invasion. Um, So whatever happens in the Ukraine probably will have, uh, will most likely drive prices on the wheat market going forward. We need to remember also that uh, Excuse me, the southwestern plains in the U.S. where they grow a lot of winter wheat, especially the hard red variety, is uh, is went. It was very dry going into the winter dormant season, and they haven't had very much moisture so far this winter. So that should be supportive wheat, but the Ukraine is going to drive things going forward. Uh, weather in South America is also uh, is a big thing in the markets right now. And, you know, just like weather forecasters here in the Ottawa Valley and all around North America, weather forecasters in South America, they keep changing their mind. They, it seems like they change their mind daily and the market reacts to how that forecast changes. It's, uh, when they were forecasting more hot and dry weather for Argentina, which will probably, if they did get it, would negatively affect uh, production Soybean market rallies. Uh, it's affecting the corn market some too, but especially the cor- the soybean market. South America, you know the the crop down there. Their projections they keep getting the keep making the crop smaller. <coughs> Excuse me. We look at the projections for Brazil. It was just uh, say six weeks ago they were projecting it up to one hundred forty four million tons. Uh, USDA the other week took it down to 134.5. CONAB, which is Brazil's USDA, took it down to 129 million tons. This week, a private forecaster has it down to 122 million tons. <coughs> so with this lower crop, basis levels in Brazil is, have increased. And this week, it's come out that uh, soybeans in Brazil now are more expensive on the world market than soybeans in the U.S., so that for this time of year, that is a big thing. Usually during harvest in South America, their prices have been lower. But this year it's changing. So you would think that would make the U.S. soybeans more attractive in the world market. Well, it has. They've been, uh, USDA has been announcing a fair amount of sales in the U.S. Or export sales. But the majority have been new crop sales, not uh, old crop. Uh, I even read this week how uh, China, right now the crush margin in China is supposedly pretty tight with a high cost of soybeans. 
and they canceled 10 boatloads of soybeans from Brazil. So you would think they would get in the market in the U.S., but they uh, they haven't come forward on that yet. So that's kind of a, a strange one there. But soybeans were, once again, the star of the week there. Prices old and new crop were up about $10 a ton. So old crop ended just short of $730. New crop over uh, $660 a ton. Pretty strong prices. <coughs> corn. So the corn is... Uh, corn production is being affected by the weather markets in South America. The Safrina second crop corn in Brazil is getting planted uh, faster rate than last year, and it's getting planted in some into some nice soil moisture conditions in Brazil. However, there is going to be some cutbacks in production levels in Argentina, and this is from the hot dry weather in Argentina. Now we got to talk a little bit about China when we talk about corn markets. China is still not buying from the U.S., haven't bought any corn from the U.S. or anything significant since like last May, or I think it is. So they're, like, we really need China to step up to really drive corn prices higher. The ethanol margins right now in the U.S. are currently tight. So they're, we're not going to get a lot of big ethanol demand until the driving season, probably in the summer. Um but one that, you know, I've just said a couple of little kind of negative things for this market. However, this market continues to slowly grind higher. A little bit higher prices again this week. They were up uh, $3, $4 old crop, new crop. You know, old crop hit uh, $320 a couple times this week in spot. New crop, uh, I think it got up to $295 one time. It's, this market continues to grind, to grind higher, which is a really nice uh, show of confidence in the market. Uh, managed money. We talked about volatility at the beginning. Volat managed money lends itself to, or since they have a lot of money invested right now, this can result in more volatility because as they decide to change their positions, whether they think prices are going to go up or down, they can swing a lot of money pretty fast and they can really push the market up or down pretty fast. Uh, so we got to go back. I want to talk a little bit about China too, <coughs> or a little more about China, excuse me. So it's, I think I've read in the news three weeks in a row now, how uh, the US and China are supposedly negotiating over how China did not meet their target amounts from the phase one trade agreement on their import levels. Now it's, it says that they're negotiating to get a settlement on this, but it seems to me the U.S. are negotiating and China's just saying, frigate, we didn't do it, say la vie. But uh, if they were to come forward with something that China was going to increase their, their uh, import levels significantly, that would really, that would have a potential to change any of our markets. Whatever they get into heavy would, would really move it. Uh, one last thing, talking about volatility, oil. Oil prices this week, you know, like oil prices really could, are really linked right now to any, the political situation in Russia and the Ukraine. Um, if that blew, blew up, there'd probably be a big spike in oil prices for a little while until they figured out what Europe was going to do for oil. Um, there's more rumors now of Iran's going to increase some sales. 
it's interesting. Oil, I read a lot of reports this week how uh, very volatile. One day I was reading two articles about how oil prices were going to go up to $100. Meanwhile, they were dropping like $3 that day on the market. It's uh, the analysts, the so-called experts, they don't know what's going to happen. There's so many things can change it. So all in all for the week, we're, uh, things are steady to a little bit up. Uh, which is is nice when we can just keep grinding a little bit higher in the markets. Uh, Lots of target orders got hit. Volatility remains the name of the game. We've got some more wish target orders in this week, which is all good. Now, we did have something a little negative for the winter wheat in the area this week. Uh, The big rain event, the snow melt, uh, could be possibly negative for the winter wheat, but it's Negative for some other people out here in the rural areas. And with this, I want to bring my special guest in here, Mr. Patrick Paul Caleb Guy. So, Patrick, what do you want to say about the snow this week? Well, I'm glad it's coming back because all the trails are closed, so they should be grooming them. So we can go back to trail riding. So you can tell Patrick's an avid snowmobiler. I'm thinking with the snow melting, could be hard on the winter wheat crop out there. Of course... Patrick and his brother Jacob, they were thinking about they can't snowmobile. But uh, I did have to get the snowblower out today. There's snow back in the fields, Patrick. It's got cold. How long do you think before you be out on the trails? Oh, maybe a couple days. So, Patrick, do you think all farmers should be supporting the snowmobile clubs? Yes. We need more trails. (laughs) We need more trails. Okay, well, anything else to say, Patrick? I think I'm good. You're good. Okay. Well, I'm good too. Everybody have yourself a good, safe week, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. Bye for now. See ya.